Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. As always, a thank you to all of our wonderful patrons over at Patreon who make this show possible and have actually um, been able to help us pass the time of this very boring i know i've said it before but it just this world cup break while it is much needed the filler uh, you know rumors and all of the stuff we tend to hear during a, a down period i i just can't get behind it's difficult for me to get enthusiastic about it but nonetheless our wonderful patrons have uh, kept the group chat very lively although it is should i say worrying andy i don't know it, to go this long without uh, constant mental uh, breakdowns within the chat is a bit unusual, but I think all of us could use it, particularly the patron chat. But with that said, do we start first with Paulo Dybala somehow making his way to a World Cup final without playing a single moment? Or do we talk well, about Jose Mourinho in Portugal? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Exciting minutes. stuff. Respect the man. <laughs> I mean, minutes, is the, um, that's the that has to be the most underwhelming World Cup campaign by somebody who uh, was ready to absolutely, you know, sell their own mother to Mexican drug traffickers <laughs> just in order to be among uh, Lionel Scaloni's uh, call up uh, roster and. Um, it's like it's like if 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 Totti in two thousand and six had yeah. less playing time than uh, Simone Barone, you know. It is so I mean, funny that you mentioned that because that's what I thought of. The poor guy, he breaks his leg, okay, and they, I mean, people forget, you know, they 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 operated on that thing. They, I as somebody with. Uh, plates and screws in my left arm so i am a bionic man they basically did that to to to, to totti remember i mean to totti and i i think it was like it happened in 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 late january yes like, yes and, and he had literally like three months uh of time <laughs> to to get called up for the world cup so imagine Totti does that. There's that unbelievable feat of of overcoming that 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 leg problem and uh, making a last second recovery, like he did in real life, and then just to be sidelined with right. Simone Barone <laughs> playing more minutes than him. You know right. that'd be that that'd be that that's that's what what is happening to to Paolo Dybala, who 
you know, for 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 my money, one of the best performances in Serie A this this season, for, even mm. from an objective standpoint. And uh, unfortunately, that doesn't translate into international minutes. Obviously, I know the the hypocrisy would be if he were playing every game from minute one to minute ninety would be. Ooh, I would be, here. and you would be on here complaining. We'd be here enraged about uh, how yes. how you know the the management of of his minutes and oh my god we're putting him at risk. What happens if he gets injured? And in the meantime, he's enjoying. Uh, you know his hotel stays in Doha. He's enjoying his mate on the bench, and uh, he gets to be a cheerleader in in you know after the game. Uh, I just wonder how you know how does uh, that impact his uh, readiness for you know for the return leg of the season with Roma. Well, I was about to say too. It's not only the physical aspect of it. I've been saying this entire time, and I, I, I'm going to m- repeat myself once more, but the mental aspect of this World Cup break, I would imagine that has to be a bit of a blow and a kick to the balls to realize, okay, I suffered this pretty traumatic uh, muscle injury. Most people believe there's no chance I'm able to recover for the World Cup. I miraculously do so. And, you know, for what? Is that going to weigh on him where he pushed himself and pushed himself and pushed himself just uh, all to no avail, so to speak? I I do feel bad for him, but beyond the physical portion of it too, I, I do have to wonder just if uh, from a mentality standpoint, maybe it's just me, but I would feel like that'd be a bit of a kick to the balls. It is a kick to the balls. It, uh, it's it's definitely you know. I mean, he can you know for for somebody like Dybala, it's obvious he has to be the good teammate. He uh, he seems like an exceptional guy, uh, and so on and so on. But but when you put that much effort, when you really, I mean, this is um, when this is really the the chance that you've been waiting for in terms of your international career, because Paulo Dybala has been. Uh, pretty unlucky with with his you know with his minutes with with Argentina over the years with the with situations uh, regarding uh his injury um always you know always a, always a problem um so it's it's this was this was the moment and um i just i just think that uh, it's it's a shame because because this was, you know, this was the the time for someone like Dybala, who comes off as a, um, after being a free agent in the summer, makes this big switch, you know, surprises everybody, goes to Roma, takes on this very important role of a leader for, for Mourinho's team, and indeed performs like a leader. The team struggles without him, and uh, and he gets called up. And you know he has incredible numbers considering the the minutes he's played, the games he's missed. He has incredible numbers, um, but there is no you know it seems like there is no place in this Argentina team for him with Lionel Messi. And obviously Messi is doing Messi things, so there is just no place for him. And it's a shame because I mean we didn't get to see him in the 2018 World Cup. He wasn't there. Yeah, he wasn't there on a number of occasions for Argentina. So this was um this was I think his moment and I think he he felt it. He knew it that he's 20 years 8 years old, okay? And he's had many 
physical issues over recent years. He's come back from it. Um, this time he had, you know, it, it it really took a toll on him. The fact that Roma were so reliant on his abilities and and on 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 his drive, his leadership, that ultimately it cost him uh, and it put his call up at risk. But then this call up results in just. You know, I mean, it, it 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 it's pretty embarrassing. It, it, he's getting Andre Iguodala minutes, like uh, like Andre Iguodala does in the Warriors, he, <laughs> where he's just you know earning his pension and and kind of motivating the youngsters. And here, Paulo Dybala is just making mate for everybody else. He's basically turned into Matias Vigna. You know, I mean, he is Oof. the Argentinian Matias Vigna with the national team. It's it's um, it is kind of disappointing. Especially if you're a Roma fan and you may have wanted to see him perform the way he performed for us, perform on on this international stage, which is what he deserved. Um, and instead, I mean, they go to the final. Cool. Does he play? Does he feature even for a single minute? No, clearly not. Unless it's a blowout win, which I, I, honestly I doubt it. Um, we've yet to see who will. Uh, be uh, Argentina's opponent, but uh, it's uh, we're, I'm pretty pretty sure that it's going to end with Paulo Dybala just receiving those 15 minutes, you know, just mm. being thrown out there like he's some Juani Turbe uh, with Luciano Spalletti in the 2016-17 Europa League campaign, where just like, okay, kid, just you know, make enjoy, some noise, yeah, yeah, <laughs> go, enjoy go, you know, go and, and, and make some confusion, whatever, just enjoy yourself. It's a, it's a rainy night in, in Romania. Um, have fun. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know how to deal with a lot of this because as much as I would, I mean, everybody, I am, I'm certain everybody wants to see Messi win the world cup. The prospect of Leandro Paredes winning a World Cup, I just can't square that away in my mind. I can't I can't come to terms with that. Is that like the, the big nightmare that you you would usually wake up from normally? Well, you I mean, know, I could barely come to terms with him being wanted by clubs like PSG, Juve. I mean, forget uh, Roma having sold him for 20, 25 million euros to... Uh, uh, to Zenit, I, I still cannot, for the life of me, understand how any right. big club can find the guy even remotely appealing. And, and and in the few matches I I have watched of this World Cup, they've all been of uh, Argentina. I, I still don't understand what this guy does. I am convinced that if the platform Vine, rest in peace was not a thing. He he just would not exist. He would still be um, <laughs> playing brutal, football. I, I, I mean, Roma parked him at Chievo Verona for, for six months before they could bring him over because they had the uh, available non-use. But I, I'm convinced he would still be playing there. Roma would have sent him back if he had remained with the club and it would have been realized by everybody that, oh, wow, this guy really doesn't do anything well at all that's a nice sideways a, a wayward pass that you made there pal but we're looking for something a bit more progressive i i still don't understand it i've been on this 
been on this train for the five years, six years. I don't know. How long ago did he leave? It was after 2016, 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah? so we're almost five. Yeah, five years. Oh, right, there my we go. gosh. Yeah. I remember he, he had a very emotional uh, post uh, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Very emotional. Yeah. So. I remember the post, and I remember he scored one of the most fluke free kick goals I've ever seen uh, from like 30 to 40 yards out. Mm. And the celebration he did with uh, Stefan El Sharawi afterwards where they dabbed. They pretended to flick a coin up in the air and then instead of catching it, they dabbed. Why I remember that, I have such a vivid, I have a very good memory. And it, it, some of the things I do remember, some of the most vivid, most random things, that being one of them. I couldn't tell you one other thing the guy did at Roma other than that. Other than the celebration, you do realize you just you just pulled an Andy, but instead of talking about movies, you've just rambled on about about Leandro Paredes for like the last three minutes. I know. Well, it, it just it's it's still baffling to me. It, <laughs> I feel like I am insane having to <laughs> having to see this. Having to see him lift a, a World Cup trophy. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean. Uh, there have to be worse things in life, I guess, than seeing uh, Leandro Paredes uh, win a World Cup. Uh, at the moment, I can't think of one, but I'll, I'm sure mm. that by the end of this podcast, we'll come up with it. Um, it is, uh, it, it's just a very bizarre thing for somebody of Paulo Dybala's quality to um, be relegated to the role of a cheerleader, which unfortunately, that's what he is. And... Um, I don't know. You have to ask yourself to to what extent does he get, you know, does he get uh, any sort of happiness and joy from from Argentina's eventual success because I mean there is still a final to be played and you know, okay, to say let's say they win and and he again, he's just got those 15 minutes. I mean, is how does that impact his, you know, just his feeling about the upcoming rest of the season. I mean, this was the the main the main drive for him for the past year or so. Um, this was the reason for his move to Roma, partly to get more exposure, to be there, to be ready, to have that that um, that, that 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 call up secured. And uh, and and this is sort of overwhelming, uh, underwhelming. Sorry, it, it's underwhelming in how uh, everything was built up to this be, this great moment for Paulo Dybala. You know, the, the the I mean, if you look at who we had at this World Cup, it didn't go too well. Zaleski out, Rui Patricio out, Matias Vina out. I was um, about to say, if we are being selfish, though, I, this World Cup has <laughs> been about that, as ideal as you could ask for. No, if we're a perfect, perfect. If we if we look at it in the, those terms, wonderful. I I couldn't be happier about it, especially since I mean, you know, we we look at what hap what is happening at Roma, except for Wijnaldum showing signs of life. Hopefully, I don't know. It's just how this whole story is being told about Wijnaldum is so confusing to me. You Every day there's like five different reports, everybody stating different things. Everybody's saying, oh, he's doing well. No, he's doing bad. Now he's slowing down. Now he's accelerating his recovery. He's going to be ready for Bologna. He's not going to be ready uh, after Milan. Maybe he will be ready in February. Maybe he'll already be uh, taking part in group training activities uh, in Portugal. Who knows? 
Um, and then you look, and Andrea Belotti is out for Portugal because he hasn't recovered in time. He's got a hamstring injury. Uh, Benjamin Tahirovic got injured in Japan and is still, in, is still dealing with that issue. Uh, it just seems like we can't catch a proper break. I just, I'm not even, you know, it's, I want a proper break where there's just nothing. It's just good news. Can we have only good news? I know that we had that stretch in like, I think it was mid July because I was in Spain when I was, uh, and I was at the beach in Valencia where everything was like falling into place. Dybala, Wijnaldum, Everything was beautiful. Everybody was recovering from their injuries. Everybody was signing contract extensions. Everybody was getting sold properly. And it was just beautiful. And I think it lasted for about two to three weeks. And then it it just died down. And it hasn't been back since. Yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty odd, uh, I guess, set of circumstances surrounding Vinaldum. Roma have been pretty quiet about his situation. Now, I, I don't I don't even know when I wrote this because time has seemingly um, been one long existential uh, timeline during this World Cup break. But I put I, I wrote something about how Roma they wanted to begin to extend his stay. Uh, correct. So it, it, it's a very odd not odd it's a very difficult thing for roma psg to discuss because first off we know his wages are enormous no that's that's not news to anybody uh Vinaldum, as we all remember he joined psg on uh on a free transfer for ju- just absolute enormous 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 wages huge wages now for this season roma they are um they are paying just below uh, half, so PSG are paying the majority of his wages. So he would need to not only agree to uh, reduce his wages, you would also need PSG to drop. Uh, you would need PSG to either completely drop or lower significantly their demand for him. Now, they were demanding a, a pretty sizable transfer fee in the summer. I I can't imagine, particularly after this injury, that not only Roma, but but any club is going to pay a a large transfer fee for Vinaldum. Of course, no disrespect at all, but obviously not only the injury, but um, his age comes into play. He's 32 years old. So I just don't see how PSG could possibly expect to gain any sort of uh, transfer fee from his sale. What I was told, and this is partially coming from Roma and uh, partially coming from people uh, close to Vinaldum, but they think they can do the the golden handshake, the payoff with PSG. I, I, I mean, I would say, sure, that, that, that seems like really the only realistic way Roma could f- find a way to come to an agreement with him on a, on a permanent basis and keep him here beyond the loan spell. Um, because again, Roma, they're not going to pay any sort of sizable transfer fee. I don't think 
while I understand why they would, PSG, if we are being realistic, there is just no way they, go, they are going to earn a transfer fee um, of any significant value from any club who enters into talks for Vinaldo. So what, what I do think will happen is we will see something along the lines of, I don't know, this is very unfair, but I always think of uh, Aquilani. Remember him? Isn't that how he left Liverpool? If I'm not mistaken, Andy, he mm. gets sold to them. I, I don't know how many seasons he was technically at Liverpool, but uh, it doesn't seem like it was more than two or three. But anyway, for him to to essentially leave, come back to Serie A, he goes to Fiorentina. They had to do the, the golden handshake to pay off the contract uh, resolution. I would assume for Vinaldo, that's the only path forward because... Again, you're just not going to find, at least in the big, big four European leagues. Perhaps uh, if you could find a, a club in a more exotic championship uh, who, who'd be willing to do it for the uh, public relations or the marketing standpoint. I don't know, but PSG they're just not going to earn a large fee for him. So if if they can get van Adam to agree to lower his wage demands and he and his agent can come to an agreement with PSG about resolving the contract then it makes sense and i can see him remaining at roma beyond the summer he has told people any time you ask he, he there's one contact around him that is sort of the 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 go-to person for for medium when you talk to this individual, he will tell you how happy he is at Roma. He wants to stay at Roma. He will do what he can to remain beyond this season. So it it seems like in order to get this to happen, that's really the only path forward. Because again, particularly given Roma's uh, situation, the financial fair play, I just don't see how they would be willing to pay any sort of sizable transfer fee. But I mean, beyond that, Andy, too. There's also the risk of what is he like following the injury? What did we get? 15 minutes of him? 20 minutes of him against Salernitana? I think against Salernitana. Not the greatest sample size. So <laughs> I, I realistically, I, I think that's the only way forward to uh, to uh, for the clubs and for him to to find a way to get him to remain. But Given that everybody wants it to happen, I, I assume they will uh, at some point, at least right now, I think they will find a way to make it happen. But according to my calendar, Andy, we're, we are uh, about two weeks away from January. I know we have told people the best thing to do is expect nothing. That way you don't get let down. I just want to reiterate that. Please don't expect anything. We're not going to do the transfer talk yet. Mentally, I just can't do it yet. But uh, next week, we will start at least somewhat ramping up towards that. Before we go, though, I mean, this is something that we have to talk about. Jose Mourinho, Portugal. Something that has sort of been... This is one of those stories that it seems like it has been in the ether, in the air, so to speak, and, for and years. And it gets, like, gets, gets spoken into existence. I yes. Y yes. This is like Nacho coming from Real Madrid to Roma. Spoken about, rumored to be happening. It's going to happen. At some yes. point, it's going to happen. I, how old is Nacho? 
Probably is he 30? 30. No way. Hold on. No, no. I have to Google. Oh, my gosh. There we go. We have like our expertise, our special database. How it. Okay. He had to have. What year did he begin to be? 32. I told you he's 32. He is 32 years old. And he had. He began to be linked to Roma. When he was like 24. So this is insane to me that he's 32 years old I think it was, yeah. Now. I was listening to 2014, 15, something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> oh seven gosh. years back. Oh, time is just not kind at all. But anyway, yeah, th- this is basically one of those stories akin to that where you, you, you read about it, but how much of it is actually concrete? Well, now... It does seem to be a bit more concrete simply because much of what we're hearing and, and being told is coming from Portugal, A, and B, you don't have Jose Mourinho coming out and saying, no, not interested. Because in the past, since he's been at Roma, which has only been 18 months, he's been linked to Newcastle United. He's been linked to PSG. He's been linked to Real Madrid. He, I mean... In this very short time, although it is short uh, uh, on a calendar, it does seem a lot longer. But anyway, he has been linked to a whole whole host of clubs and relatively quickly has come out to say, no, I've given my word to Roma. I'm going to stay here. I have a contract, so on and so forth. With this one, though, he hasn't said anything. Now, in fairness, he hasn't been been in front of the media. So I'm sure, not I'm sure. I'm willing to bet my life that this is one of the first three questions he gets asked uh, at his next press conference. So I I don't believe we're going to have to wait too long. However, since he hasn't said anything yet, this is still one of those things that is being rumored, discussed. What do you think of it? As I'm going to quote what one of our patrons said, Mads, who always has just these very... Uh, poignant phrases that I, I, they just pop into my head sometimes and I have to steal them. So I'm doing it this time. Um, but there's just no way. I think he said big dick Dan Friedkin. I could be incorrect on the exact uh, nickname that he used for, for Friedkin, <laughs> but there's just no way he would allow him because we're reading things of, okay, well, he can begin with Portugal uh, part time and then he will. Uh, manage Roma for the rest of the season, and then he will go full-time to Portugal after this season. I I don't know how you feel. I haven't asked you. We haven't talked of this yet, but I I just do not see that happening. I I do not see any way that happens. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... uh... It's it's again one of those wonderful I think legends that get spoken into existence that becomes the talk of the town for reasons unbeknownst to me maybe the the boredom or you know the lack of news given that the World Cup is on and so on mm-hmm. and uh, and some stuff is moving you know Fernando Santos leaves and then you you know it's. It, it's how this this whole thing operates. One one source claims that this is going to happen, and then you have twelve other sources that say the same thing, but they copy it from that source, the original source. So you you never know, uh, 
you know, to what extent is is there even a little, just a little hint of truth in it? Um, first of all, combining club and country coaching duties seriously. I mean, if if somebody that uh, always also, gets spoken of and it never happens. Also, ever. no, I mean, some maybe have happened. It's in the like past, a swap. But- Hold on, I just have to say though. Anytime I read of that, it reminds me of uh, when people talk about swap transfer deals. They never happen. Just, it it ne- never happens. So, so so stop proposing those, okay? It never happens. And it won't happen here either. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it's uh, it's maybe if this was a minor, I don't know, Greek side and, and the Greek national team, but this is the Portugal national team and a club where Mourinho earns a lot of money, okay, and has a long-term contract. So it's not like this is just he's babysitting Roma for the time being, and in his spare time, he he also works as the Portugal uh, national team coach. You know, it's just it doesn't work like that. I don't think, uh, especially with someone with like Mourinho, it would work like that. Would he like to coach Portugal? Probably, yeah, sure. I think so. I mean, that's. I think that's uh, one of the things that he will want to do, and he I, eventually probably will get to do. So, but is it the thing that he's gonna do right now, and uh, and combine it with Roma? No. If somebody tries to combine anything with Roma, they'll have ten times the nervous breakdown that they have just by managing Roma on its own. Okay, so if you add to that another job. It just, I, I, good luck. Good luck. Uh, I'll have, uh, you know, get some prescription for, for some, for some, I don't know, sleeping pills or whatever, because pal, yeah, you're going right, to need it. You're right. not going to last long. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's not good. It won't oh be good God. and it won't work. So it's, I find it preposterous that these things just blow up like that. And then I have to see these Twitter accounts that have a picture of Mourinho and they pretend to be proper, you know, proper journalists with confirmed sources and they're like uh, official announcement in the coming hours. And and get, you know, billions of interactions just because of the name and uh, and f- fooling fooling people um into believing something that is it's not even real, not even close to being real. Um, do I see it happening in the future? Probably. Do I see it happening now, right now, or even maybe in the summer? I doubt it. Honestly, I, I doubt it. I don't think that Mourinho is somebody who who jumps, uh, who makes this kind of jump uh, and makes this kind of decision. At, you know, in this situation, it it just doesn't it just doesn't seem right to me. Um, I think there is a job at hand, a task at hand that makes more sense to him right now, which is to do something special with Roma. Uh, first half of the season was kind of disappointing. He's going to have to, and he knows it, and he probably wants that more than anybody else to to sort of shake his fist in the in the face of the critics. And and that's that's what I can really say about it because uh, more often than not these topics that are being discussed with such, you know, excitement and fervent, it just, they're, they're usually the, the, in in somebody's imagination. And then they just, exactly, they get put out there and all of a sudden they get picked up and, 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 and shared and it goes and it's passed along and, uh, and it just becomes this endless loop of, 
of people, you know, uh, trying to 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 tell themselves that yes, Mourinho is gonna gonna be the Portugal coach and he's gonna also coach Roma and um, it, it's gonna happen now. It's gonna happen now because what? Because uh, I love Jose Mourinho. One seventy two on Twitter said it, and it's gonna happen. So um, no, I, I I really don't think so. I think Mourinho is somebody that is ambitious, yes, but not foolish, and this would be. At this time, at this point in time, with a team like Roma uh, and, and with the situation at hand, it would be more than foolish. Yeah, I mean, to me, that uh, that job was always going to be his last, his last hurrah, his final, uh, his final frontier, so to speak. The World Cup is still going on. Uh, Portugal, they were eliminated uh, less than one week ago. There is no chance this guy is going to be okay with sitting and playing the role of a part-time manager for the next four years. There is zero chance, in my opinion, that this happens now. Again, after Roma, perhaps um, following his next job following the Roma role, definitely. I've always viewed Jose Mourinho and the Portugal national team as his, his, his final, uh, the final level for Jose Mourinho as a manager. I've always viewed it that way, um, and nothing is uh, going to sway me in my opinion of that. I, I just don't see it happening now. So let's leave it there. I, I don't know what else to add. The prospect of sitting here, though, in what, one week? And mentioning World Cup uh, winning attacker, Paulo Dybala. Interesting. I just hope if, if, if they win, even if he is on the pitch for 10 seconds, Andy, just give him that, please. Please, because this poor guy <laughs> put himself through yeah. just the most ridiculous... Uh, an unbearable set of circumstances to be called up for this competition. It it he would be a it would be a great story. It would be a it great would story. Be, yes, you know, yes. it would be a great story if Paulo Dybala all of a sudden broke into that I don't starting eleven or perhaps even had a significant role as the game progressed, maybe with penalties at stake. Something it would be great. Um, I'm not saying it would be better than. Morocco uh, in this World Cup. I'm not saying it would be better than Japan in this World Cup, but it would be it would be a nice a nice moment for for a kid that really I mean deserves to be on this stage. He's not gonna get there. He's gonna he's not gonna play in this kind of uh, spotlight uh, with Roma this season unless you know you you count. An eventual wow! Wait, Europa. wait to already throw away the final half of the season. Oh no! Gee, well, my I bet, gosh. you know. I mean, we can fool ourselves, but come on, like uh, World Cup final versus, uh, you know, Europa League, something, something. I'm not even gonna speak it into existence. See, speaking of speaking something into existence, I mean, come on, you know, if, especially for someone like Paulo Dybala, this is the mm. moment for all of them. Look, look at Messi. He's going nuts. He's putting up such crazy numbers. Why? Because this is the stage that he's been so uh, in desperate need to to confirm himself at, um, despite having a glorious 2014 uh, edition. 
it, this this is the moment that matters to these players, especially to an, an Argentine player. This is all you want. You have to go back to it. You have to redeem yourself. You have to, you know, lift your nation up there. And uh, and I think that just for somebody like Paulo Dybala, who um, took really a, a special kind of commitment to this cause by 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 joining Roma with the idea, okay, you know, I'm gonna move away from Juventus, a team where you had at the time, you know, a lot of a, a lot of top players over the years, and Paulo Dybala was just one of them. And yes, he inherited the number ten and so on, but you know, eventually he he was just one of the top players that Juve had at their disposal for several years to to for the, him to make that decision no i'm going to join roma and i'm i'm going to be the guy i'm going to be the number one guy that everybody can count on mourinho included uh, that was all done in order to get to the world cup and also become the guy not just oh you know uh, leo messi's warm up you know, um, Leo Messi's understudy, right, which, right. you know, it, literally this is, it, this is his role. It's, in, it's like an understudy. It's like somebody, you know, like who, who trains all these years in an acting school and then takes acting classes. And then he's a brilliant actor and then tries to rehearse and rehearse a play just to become the understudy. So basically the guy or girl that fills in for the main star of the show, if, on one of the billion times that the show is on, uh, they are unavailable. And you just have to wait there and hope, hope for for the star to get sick or or to be unavailable to, to at least have a chance to express your talent to the world. And I think that's that this that's the situation that Paolo Dybala is in. That's the only time that he's gonna play, is if, if something happens to Leo Messi. So far, Messi's in great shape, and I wish him the best. He's gonna have a wonderful final, but um it's for a player that talented like Paolo Dybala, and especially with, with what is at stake with Roma in the second half of the season, this would have been a, a great moment for him, just not even from a physical standpoint, but but more from a mental side. Yeah, definitely. Um, but again, selfishly, as Roma supporters, this World Cup uh, has gone about ideal as possible, in my opinion. Uh, and that's also, and that is simply speaking of the guys that were called up, that's not even mentioning the ones that weren't. So, uh, okay, we will be back next week, everyone. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Until next time, ciao.